Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oscar Bevis, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Dave Coldwell joins me for the first time in 2023, which is a shock because it's the middle of Feb. And I thought we'd have done, or IFL would have done something considering... It's been a pretty busy boxing period for a change at the start of the year. Yeah, busy, I suppose, in news, news-wise, but there's not been many shows, has there? Yeah. Quite a start to the year, really. We live off news, don't we? So that's what I'm basing it off. Um, obviously, at GBM Sports Show tonight, uh, I know it's kind of called Small Hall, but obviously you walk out there, the production value, I, it, I it, always, it's, like, it's like Medium Hall, I would call I it. Don't, uh, this Small Hall stuff, I just see it's non-TV on TV show it's not it's not a TV show that's it it's not it's certainly not small hall We've got a great crowd in here production values are unbelievable so it's not small hall it's just non-television and how important is it for shows like this to get kind of I guess meaningful fights and 50-50 fights I know obviously people have to learn and build themselves up and they can't all be like that but for people to come back they're going to want to see two people in there competitively fighting yeah it's, it's like Obviously, when you've got your prospects coming through and you know, you're know you not a TV promoter, you, it's very important for you to build these prospects up so then they move on and, and they become names and they have a good following. Um, so you've got to be careful and you don't get them bumped off. But like you said, the, the fans, whatever they're paying for a ticket, they don't want to see them in against somebody that's just in there tucking up and not even trying to win. And what you'll see tonight and what we've seen so far tonight is that the opponents... They're here, they're throwing punches back, and that's all you know. That's all that, that fans want to see. They want to see a bit of a, you know, bit of a fight. And yes, they want their, their man or woman to win, but um, yeah, they want to see some some entertainment for the for the for the money. Yeah, and I know with Reese and Hamid later, the roof yeah. is uh, the roof is going to blow off. <laughs> um, like I said, loads to talk about. I guess we'll kind of go from the start of the year onwards and start with uh, Liam Smith and Chris Eubank. First off, in terms of what we saw in the ring, um, it seems like kind of a lot of people are shocked, but not shocked because Liam come out the winner, kind of shocked in a boxing sense of kind of how it all unfolded, I guess. Yeah, I was there ringside and just, do you know when when you, you've, you've kind of like watched a fighter grow and develop and they just seem so tough 
got a great chin. You can't ever see him getting dropped. It just doesn't seem that way. You think, oh, if they're going to get beat, they're going to get beat on points. That, that night reminded me of when I was in the same venue when uh, George Groves dropped Carl Froch in that first round. Because Froch had never, you know, it, it seemed that, I know, it, I think, it, you know, with, with, with Taylor, it, it, it went down against Taylor, but it seemed that at that point, super, you know, super tough, super granite. And same thing we've talked about with Chris Eubank Jr. And then to see Liam demolish him like that so quick was a big shock. Um, so it's not the case of, of oh, it's because Liam won. It's more the fashion of, of the dramatic ending so early as well. We kind of don't know what is going to go on next. Um, that's, I guess, for the next couple of weeks to find out. But in terms of what Chris can improve, um, again, a lot of people I've spoken to have just gone, they kind of can see the same thing happening again if, if there was to be a rematch, so especially at that weight. Yeah, but again, so, so you've just mentioned it again, the weight. I'm not saying that is a reason why it got beat, but if it was a big part of the reason why, not that he got beat, but why he was so vulnerable, if, if he did, did he do the weight wrong? Did he actually believe in the KFCs and the 50%, 60% or whatever percent it was? If, if all those little factors have played a part, then he can be better straight away, he can be more resilient straight away, he'll do the weight better for the next fight. Now then what you have to look and dissect is, how much better was, was Liam Smith in that fight, in those that short you know length of time that we got to see than Chris Eubank was on the night? I feel that the, the, the style that Eubank's adopting um, is leaving too many gaps. You know, it leaves a lot of gaps when he's defending. It leaves he uses a lot of energy with defending. He uses a lot of energy when he's throwing and he's missing because he's quite wide. When he's throwing, he's leaving gaps. And with a clever fighter like Liam Smith, who will make you work when you don't want to work and when really you shouldn't be working, but he's making him work like that, then the same results can end there. For me, he has to change. He has, he has to kind of like he has to go back more to the old Chris Eubank where he's tight, tucks up, walks you down and tries to implement his strength um, and his engine, his work rate, but still with a good jab, still with better feet. So it's like now he's got the great feet when he's moving, but so many gaps when he's firing and, and, and you know, it's just, the style for me just doesn't, 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 doesn't gel for him. Um, so there are ways that he can improve and there are ways that, you know, if, if him at his best and Liam at his best right now, well, could the result change? Yeah, it could change because it's, it's boxing. And right, picking this back up with Dave Coldwell. Um, I put my old battery in instead of my new one. Classic, classic IFL. Um, let's talk about Yard Baturbiev and everything in between. And by in between, I mean the Tommy and Jake stuff. Got to talk about, obviously, uh, Baturbiev and Yard first. Um, I know, I, do you know when everyone says it's going to be a shootout? You kind of never get what you want in boxing, but it kind of... Obviously, there is technique to it, but it kind of was a shootout for, was it eight, nine rounds? It was brilliant. It was, and do you know what? How did it go that long with both of those two trading like that? Do you know what? I was really, really looking forward to that fight. I was, ex I was excited about that fight and the build-up to it. From as soon as they announced it to fight week, everything, excited about it. But then I sat there at home and I was, <laughs> and you know when, I don't know any of them. I think I've, 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 I've met Baturbiev once in Chicago, sound. I've met Anthony Yard, I think, once maybe, sound. I don't know any of them. I was just there, sat in front of my TV, as a fan, sc 
screaming at the telly. It was wicked. It was like being a kid again. It, I loved the fight. It really was good. Um, Yardman showed so much in that fight. I'm such a big fan of his now. I mean, I was I was a bit of a fan before, but that fight for me, I'm, I'm a big fan of him. Do you know what it's like? When Carl Froch, I never liked Carl Froch, and then he boxed um, Pascal, and I was a massive fan of Carl Froch. This is kind of like what, what, what this is doing with Anthony Yard for me. I, I, just what he did in that fight was brilliant. But Serbia as well, I mean, he, he was unbelievable, and he is unbelievable. But I think, what was that? So that was January? How the hell do you beat that as fight of the year? I mean, whatever is fight of the year, if it's not that, I want to be it. I mean, obviously, it's going to be of no kind of condolence to Anthony Yard that he didn't walk away with the belts, especially after the Kovalev one. But yeah. you, you look at the... I guess improvements between the two. If we're being completely honest, the Kovalev fight, he he was beaten up in parts and he had that round where everyone was saying, empty the tank, empty the tank. You look at that, okay, there was times he was getting caught, same with Baturbi at times he was getting caught. But you look at that, you can see that there is a better fighter in there. I know we'd want to spend Sunday with the belts in bed, but there's such an improvement in Anthony Art. 100%. I like the way that he boxed. He boxed really well. He fought really well, but he boxed really well. He showed heart and all that. Like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, what I'm jumping up and down at the screen for. But he actually boxed really well. You could see so much improvements. You know, he's, he, he's a good fighter, mate. He's a very, very good fighter. And he's, he's against an elite fighter. And that's the only difference. He came up against an elite fighter that can really, really punch. And when you're in that kind of fight, and you give and take, give and take, and you take and take, and, and then there comes a point in a fight where that, you know, a shot just unravels you. And that was a perfect stoppage. I thought Tony was absolutely fantastic. And, you know, he knows his man, they're very, very close. He's brought him up all the way from the start, from scratch. You know, that's a phenomenal achievement. I know they get a lot of shit, and, and for the way to carry on in the past. You can see fighter care is first in, in that relationship. Yeah, you know, he, he knows his man, he knows his man, and he, he looked after his man, and he knew that at that point, that was, that was it, done. So, 10 out of 10 for him as well. Um, but yeah, you could see the improvements in, in technique, in style, in, in boxing ability. And so, add this experience onto it as well. Why can't he go on and, and, and become world champion still? What is he, 30? Well, I know that Baturbi have said to him in the ring after, he told this to BT, that when Arthur started his pro career, that's the age Anthony is now. So There, there you go. You know, It just goes to show you. And... Yeah, it's and two serious title shots, isn't it? I know, like, it's never an easy touch, but Kovalev away and Batobia. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. It's a, it, it is a tough, it is a tough ask. But I do think that he'll come back again and he can become world champion. But there are, you know, it's, it's this division again, you know, even domestically, we've, we've got great fights in this division. Um, I just feel that, that he's now really, even though he's got beat, the performance, the manner that he, he was in in that fight, I think he projected himself right, you know, to the to the top of the pile, really. Yeah, look forward to seeing what he does from here. And like I said, no easy touch, but I'm kind of hoping there's some vacant belts maybe in 18 months. I don't know. Um, let's talk about Tommy and Jake. Obviously, a bit WWE, but yeah, so did you know what? Was... Tyson Fury is promoting this. Okay, Tommy's involved, but would you get any Joshua down here tonight? And this is, the main event here is a better level than Tommy and Jake combined. So like, the fact that you've got the world heavyweight champion promoting, it just shows that the, the worth around that fight, I know, but the worth around, mate, him and Jake seem to be mates. <laughs> what is all that about? Tyson wants Jake to win? No, but what? The, the, like, the way he is with Jake as well, like that, there's just so much value around this fight. And you can see, by the way, people are talking about it. Yeah, I am. Um, 
I was at the launch for the for the Undisputed game, um, and then so I got back because I wanted to watch the main event. So I got back just in time, just in time to see the phase off in the ring. And when I saw Tommy with his shirt off, I actually thought that it, there'd been a scuffle. I thought I'd missed a scuffle, and his shirt had got ripped off. And I was like, "Get off! What's happening here?" And then when they showed him getting the ring, he's, he's got him with his shirt. I was like, "Oh my god!" But Listen, it's, it sells. It's the two two big characters, and it's it's gonna sell. Um, and it's actually it's actually an intriguing fight because yeah, if you're saying you know people say oh who's gonna win? Who's gonna... I don't really know. But and, and I'll be honest with you, I watched uh, Jake Paul. I watched one of his fights for the first time the other day. I've never, I've, you know, when you see the the highlights of the clips and knockouts and stuff, I've seen them, but I've never seen him box. So I watched his foot. Is it Woodley? So it's fought him twice. I watched the first one, but I think I've got up to round five. I don't know if it's round four or round five. Then I've switched it off. I've not. I've got to go back and see the end of it. But yeah, that's on on that foot. I don't know if he's got better, but on that performance there, you've got to say Tommy's going to beat him. You, you've got to say that Tommy will beat him, surely. Um, but maybe maybe I'm going to go and watch a little bit more of him, and he might have improved loads, and I'll be back thinking, oh, I don't know who wins again. But listen, everybody's going to want to know. Everyone's going to want to watch it, no matter what you want to criticize. It's one of those fights. It's one of those matchups. You know, don't take it too seriously. Um, I watch it for entertainment. I'm going to watch it for a bit of fun and see see what happens. Obviously, Tommy's being told that he will be left in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I know that's only metaphorically uh, if he's not to win the fight. Maybe but you, you look at someone like well, there you, go. <laughs> Do you know what? You look at someone like Jake, and because uh, of kind of the background he's come from in that entertainment scene. You know, I don't think a loss. I can see him recovering from a loss in the sense he'd just go, oh, I'm not a boxer or whatever. The the mind like Tommy's gonna go in with like a serious amount of pressure on them shoulders. I don't listen, I see Jake Paul and KSI, I look at honestly, at first when they came onto the thing, I was like, fucking hell, what are they, what are they doing? And it was when they're shouting out real fighters and stuff like that, I'm like, Fuck. But do you know what? I rate them. I rate them for what they've done. I rate them for the, the no, exactly. Because they're doing something that, that others had only wished that they can do. You know, if they if they decided to, to take up tennis, Wimbledon will be packed for whenever they play tennis. Whatever they choose to do. So they're choosing right now to box. So even if we only get 1% of people that have come across to watch their fights that actually goes, you know what, I quite like boxing and watching the next time that boxing's on, normal real boxing is on TV, they tune in, we've done well, we've got, we've got more fans. So I can't, I, I can't knock them for it, but as long as, they, as long as they're not shouting out your Canelos and stuff like that, then it is what it is. The winner probably will, mate, the winner probably will. Um, Joshua Franklin, are you happy with that? as a fight for Anthony Joshua post Usyk defeat? So, we, was, we, we got excited about Tyson and, and AJ and that fight can happen and everything. So anything that comes after that is going to be a letdown. Anything that comes after that is going to be... It's like, it's like being told that you've been taken to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant as a slap-up meal for free and you end up that shut and you have to go to Chippe. You know, it's he, not... That's my missus normal weekend, mate. Well, it might be the best Chippe in the world, but it's always going to be a come down. Franklin, I still haven't seen the fight to be fair, but Franklin apparently for all purposes gave Dillian White a really, really good fight. A lot of people tell me that, that they thought that Franklin won the fight. So coming off of two losses to Usyk, where you saw them have a bit of a meltdown in the ring, he's now gone and got himself a new coach, he's got a bedding with his coach. Why is that such a, such a bad fight for him to take? You know, if he's giving Dillian a really rough fight, then, and, it, and if AJ is, you know, finished or, or, or on the slide or anything like that that everyone's saying that he is because he's lost twice to Usyk, then 
I see it's a, it's a fair fight for him. Bring him back with that, and then they can go and chase your Furies and Wilders. Oh, you just, you know, them, them fights aren't going to happen next. So just, just what you're going to do is just sit there and not fight. And then, go, so if you go straight into a big fight like that, remember when they were talking about a Fury fight, a lot of people were saying, oh, shouldn't be going straight into that fight. You need to have a fight first. So it is what it is. You can never, you can never please everybody. And you've got to do what you think is best for yourself. And, and obviously they think that that's the, that's the better fight for themselves. See, we hear a lot about Andy Joshua's desire to continue. Or like, that's more people questioning his desire rather than anything surrounding him and his camp. Change and tried with Robert Garcia. Hasn't worked. Looked abroad now with Derek James. For someone who people are questioning his desire, the fact that he's trying to change things, surely that shows. Look, there is an Andy Joshua who wants to get the Joshua of old back. It's, it's not like he's kind of just sticking with his laurels and he has been the same since since day dawn. Ultimately, nobody knows what's in his head. Nobody knows. And, and because cause we've seen in the past how, you know, maybe a contradicts or, you know, how we seem confused with certain things. And it, it, who knows what he's... What, I saw a little clip where, where he said he's motivated by money now. And... Do you know what? If that's his motivation, yeah, that's that, that's his motivation. I don't see what the problem is that because if if he then says, oh, what are you motivated by um, to fight Tyson Fury to, to for my legacy, people are gonna laugh at him and say, what legacy? Oh, you've been done by Usyk. Oh, you're gonna get battered by Fury. You don't really want to fight. People aren't gonna believe him. You know, if he's turned around and said he's he's gonna he's motivated by money, so but people have still got a problem with that. Oh, you've got too much money. What do you want money for? Well, if you want money. You can't please anybody. Listen, you've got one career. He's got to do what's best for his career. And whether whether we agree with it or not, um, it's none of our business. We just got we, we either we either watch it or we don't. You know, will I will I watch the Franklin fight? Yeah, I would. Would I if it were pay per view? Would I watch it? I don't know. Probably, probably because of the intrigue of seeing what AJ's what AJ's like coming back new train and all that there's that sort of narrative I don't know you've, you've just got to make your own mind up on, on what you believe what you want to see I mean with someone like Anthony Joshua because of his not just commercial value but because of the I don't know like having Anthony Joshua on your CV as a win is kind of so like presentable for a fighter so when you look at it like that Anthony Joshua will never be frozen out of the top level heavyweight boxing. Yes, you might have Fury and Usyk tying up and there's Joe in the background with the WBO or whatever, but will you ever really freeze Anthony Joshua out until he can until he confirms his retirement? Yeah, because he's too much like you say, on, on on your C V, that's a great name on your C V. Also, you know if you're fighting Anthony Joshua, you're getting paid really, really well. So it's, there's always that there's always that there. But you know, if he if it turns out, you know, he's not good enough, not ever good enough to beat Tyson Fury, to beat Deontay Wilder or to beat Usyk, then really is the fourth best heavyweight of his of his era, of his time. That's not bad, is it? And to have, you know, established what he's two time heavyweight champion, won all the belts that he's won, made the money he's done, had the impact on people's lives. Listen, let's not forget, I mean I've had fighters on my on, on his undercards. You know, I think Belly might have boxed on his undercard. I hope he price boxed out in Cyprus, in Saudi. Um, so there's been a lot of people that have had opportunities on the back of his success. Just like on the back of Tyson Fury's success, you've got a lot of fighters that probably wouldn't be getting on big shows like that, that are in stadium fights and, and, and things like that. Yeah, and, and so whenever we get a big flag bearer, there's a there's a trickle-down effect that helps and supports fighters that are coming through, you know? And so, 
once they get beat and once it's the, they're you know fading or whatever, then people like to just kind of like rubbish their achievements. But you can't rubbish what they've achieved. You can't. Once they've achieved it, that can never be taken away. You know, and that that goes for if 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 um, Fury gets trounced in his next fight, I can't see it. But if he did, you can't take away his achievements and what he's done, the story of and, and the and the comeback and everything from his life. And you can't you can't do that. So it is what it is in the moment. Do you know what I mean? You just value it for what it is. And, and, and if that's his ceiling, that's his ceiling. No, 100%. Um, just one more thing. Talk to you about the boys and what's to come. Obviously, Hopi is fighting for one of the WBA straps on the Newcastle card. And is Muhammad on that card as well? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the big schedule's come out, so I kind of need to read yeah, so First, I've got, I've got Stephen Cairns boxing on the Ritson um, yeah. uh, O'Hara Davis bill. Yeah, good fight. So, he's boxing on March 4th um, in a six rounder, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then, yeah, Hopi Price boxes for the WBA Continental title. Um, a bit of a step up this year which I want I want people that have been there you know boxing at good levels but obviously not still at the top level um, just to soak up that experience this will be the first one of there I hope we get four fights in this year um, um, young Prince Ali Muhammad Ali um, he's going to be making his no day. pressure no pressure what a name no pressure but that's why he's going down the Aladdin route Prince Ali Rather than, rather than the greatest. Yeah, be, I'm waiting for that Nassim-style carpet entrance then. <laughs> See if we can get Will Smith in. <laughs> um, but he's talented. He's talented and um, you know, he can punch as well, can punch a little bit. Very, very fast, super fast. Um, and he's, he's developing. He's only young. He's only, literally only just 18. So, so don't expect him to be, after four fights, be moved quickly and all that, that sort of crap. Crap, that's not going to happen. Um, it needs to bed into the pros, and, and then, you know, then we'll see what happens there. I'm waiting for him to fly like a butterfly, Dave. Cheers, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.